0: You are now listening to The Griot's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to Dear Culture, the podcast for buying about Black culture here on The Grio Black Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Panama Jackson. And today we're going to talk about something that everybody's talking about. If it ain't in your group chats, it's on your social media. Maybe your grandma done called you to talk about it because she has an opinion about it, too. Literally everybody right now is talking about Dion Sanders, primetime, neon Dion, leaving his job at Jackson State University in Jackson, Mississippi to take a job at the University of Colorado at Boulder.
1: Boulder, Colorado, you have no idea what you have blessed me with, the opportunity that you've given me, and I feel like I owe you. So every day I'm going to work for you. I'm going to strain for you. I'm going to develop for you. I'm going to commit for you. I'm going to do the things that others wouldn't do.
0: Baby, we're coming. Now, this is only an issue because, well, black folks got opinions and people feel, listen, this decision that he's made, this is the real decision. Everybody want to give LeBron decision. This is decision 2.0, right? Because this intersects culture, community, community economics. Basically, every principle of Kwanzaa is up for play here in this discussion about Deion Sanders joining me today for this discussion are three of my homies some of my best friends in life and part of my own personal group chat about this now interestingly everybody here has some way that we're connected to this discussion either through HBCUs through the SWAC through college athletics so let me introduce you to who we have here I'm going to start with Frank Williams one of my best friends in life. I'm going to say that about everybody here. But one of my best friends in life, Howard. Gra- uh, I'm sorry. Ooh, I almost put you at Howard University. Ooh. My bad. Oh, wow. I am losing it already. Oh, Morehouse College graduate, but also played football at Morehouse. So Morehouse College uh, scholar athlete. Right. We're also joined by Corey Wilson, one of my best friends in life. Also an LSU scholar athlete, Louisiana State University. So we have some like sec we have sec's ties here right but he's yeah. also from baton rouge louisiana southern university swat country right also one of my other best friends in life jabri griffin who is both morehouse and howard university so we have howard university law let me make sure i get that lawyer that lawyer tag in. i gotta respect, <laughs> okay, respect yeah. titles around here so we got hbcus we got we got big college sports in the sec uh sec which is going like a big league the big 12 in almost every every conceivable way which i think comes up in this conversation about jobs and, and where we take them uh black college we got everything so first off how's everybody doing how y'all
2: doing today doing good man not too bad not too bad yeah. I'm, trying,
3: I'm, I'm trying to shake it off from where Deion stabbed me in the back
1: <laughs> wow. this is what i love we already right started here the because Danny? the first Listen, that that's a what I wanted in to particular hear.
3: Or <laughs> what did he do I mean, to Dion, I mean, he may as well have went to every black person's house and stabbed them in the back.
1: Okay. <laughs> that's a bit extreme. Wait, well,
3: it's, it's funny listen, you say that. If, but if
1: you could that's, that's how, how people, people feel. Like black Twitter.
3: I'm not saying that I feel that way all the time. <laughs> I just feel that way sometimes. <laughs> Depending on what I'm reading at the time, I feel that okay. way sometimes. All right. Okay. Well, let, let's start
0: here. Let's start here. Because this is that's exactly where I wanted to start, too. I want to know how each of you individually felt about the news that Dion was leaving Jackson state and going to Colorado of all places. One of the worst programs in the big 12, which makes it one of the worst programs in power five football. But so let's start with you, Jabri since you said he stabbed you in the back already. Uh, (laughs) Let's start there. It seems like a good place to start.
3: Listen, man, I know I came in hot uh, because, but to be honest, my feelings vacillate. Uh, You know, I think in the end, like when I'm, when I'm at my calmest, I don't blame anybody. I think, you know, that this is the kind of thing that happens. You don't hold it against the understanding. You don't hold it against a coach for upward mobility. You coach at a program at a certain level. It leads you to another job at another level. That's kind of the way it always is. Um, you know, recruits are left behind. Parents have been promised. The coaches come to your living room and they say, we're going to take care of your boy. We're going to make sure that he stays out of trouble and that he graduates. And now the person who has promised that has moved on to do that for another group of kids. And you have to trust somebody else. The ones that get to go with Dion are very lucky, um, but that's not for everybody. So I think, um, man, you could really look at it either way, man. Like, he yeah. he yeah. hurt me, but I don't blame him. It's tough.
0: So I'm not hurt by it. I get it. So I'm, and in terms of what he did, I get it. I also, am a little disappointed by it. But because it just feels like a job left undone, like he didn't finish the job that it sounded like he intended to complete when he got there. But what you say, and what you do, you say something in the moment and what you do when an opportunity presents itself that maybe you wanted in the first place or something that looks like a job you wanted in the first place. Who knows? So, Corey, what are your thoughts on what were your thoughts when you heard the news that Dion was leaving Jackson
1: State? Um, I was excited for Deion. Uh, I'm excited. You know, I'm a Dion Sanders fan. I think he's a good guy. Um, I didn't have any issue with it. Uh, that's a part of sports. Like, you, you, you go to a place, you do well, and, you know, larger opportunities come your way, and you take those larger opportunities. Um, there's probably, like, no uh, big-time coaches that have not already done this, um, including the likes of Nick Saban's and, and other people like that. So uh, this isn't, like something that we don't see every day in the coaching world. Um, you know, I, I hear why people are disappointed. I don't necessarily agree with it, and, and we'll get to that uh, later. But I was excited for Dion. I'm excited for, for, for Colorado. Um, you know, I know people like, oh, it's a terrible program. And it is. And terrible programs are usually the ones that are hiring, right? The good right. programs aren't hiring. <laughs> they already have a coach. Uh, so, you know, chances are when you get a job like this, you're going to a school that's losing. And that's what it is. He's in a Power Five conference. They have, uh, you know, good resources. So I think he can turn it around. We'll see. But I, mean, I was excited for him. I'm excited for, for Colorado, college football in general.
0: Fair enough. Time for a quick break. We'll be right back. What were your thoughts when you heard the news that Dion was leaving Jackson State?
2: So I'm going to say I'm, I'm pretty biased, and I'm going to just say that on the front end just because Deion's probably one of my favorite players of all time. So I definitely remember watching him and it being when he got the ball, it was an event regardless. And sometimes, you know, related in basketball, you know, you hear a lot of people say, well, how can you control the ball? How can you control the game without the ball? And Dion did that, too. Right. So I'm super biased towards him. I'm not mad at him at all. And I know a lot of people say, well, he left the job undone. I don't know how much more was going to be done without additional resources. And so I understand people want that commitment. I think there was this fairy tale that people wanted, you know, the HBCUs to become a Power 5 school if Deion just kept on winning. And that just was not going to happen. I feel like there's a... There is some kind of disconnect somewhere, and the truth is that much more was going to be done without more additional resources. That's just it.
0: I agree. My issue with it, such that when I said the job undone, it was partially due to his own rhetoric, right? So I'm, I'm blaming Dion for coming in hot. Right, Jabri came in hot. I'm blaming Dion for coming in hot because I feel like Dion came in selling this movement, this culture. Like I'm here. Well, hold on. Let me let me finish. Hold on. I'm I'm gonna let you respond to that, Corey, because I know you probably disagree with this, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm. I don't like. I don't buy the sellout rhetoric. None of that stuff. I think. I think that's unfair. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's a bridge too far. I I don't agree with that at all. Plus, I've never been offered five million dollars to go anywhere, and. I don't know how much my blood... I don't know how much my love for the community runs so deeply that I'd be like, you know what? I can't take this money for the sake of the community because I can probably take that money and come back is how I view it. But I do feel like when Dion got there, there was this, like, groundswell of belief and, like, somehow there's a change coming. And Dion believes he's the one to lead it. And I actually believe he probably could because the cult of personality, what he brought... Like, he literally changed the face of the way that we were looking at Jackson State. Everybody cared about Jackson State. We were all talking about buying jerseys and all kind of stuff, and everybody was on board with this, right? Everybody Mm -hmm. believed what he's selling. He was a national coach, right? He came in, he got videos everywhere. Like, Dion made you buy into this vision that he had. Now, I don't know exactly what... Like, the vision was very specific, but it made us all feel like it was for us, right? It was a vision that I think that he created that was going to work at Jackson State. And I don't know that he didn't do it. Maybe he did exactly what what he could do within the within the limits of what he had. But it felt different. So when he up and leaves for a now, when I say undone, it feels like he wasn't there long enough to make the change that he came in talking about. That's what I believe. Like, he couldn't make the change. Oh, that man, he, Now, maybe that he never could. Chance. But it sounds like he couldn't do that. So Corey, what, based on everything I just said, what is your thought on that?
1: So I I think he delivered on the things that he said he would deliver on, right? He said he wanted to bring more attention and exposure to HBCUs. He did that. He wanted to um, increase the the, the revenue and the uh, funding that go there and like get the players better facilities, better uniforms, better all that. He did that. He wanted to uh, increase the opportunity for for HBCU players to uh, play professionally, um, and and he he he's kind of doing that. So, um, you know, the the thing, the major things that he said he was going to deliver on, he delivered. Now, people maybe wanted to go even further, or like you know, like Frank was saying, like, uh, but he he delivered on the things he said he would deliver on, and you know, now it's time for someone else to take the torch and keep it going and 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 grow it.
2: So what I heard from you, Panama, was that, you know, a lot of the promises he made was personal. But I feel like the gain here or the lesson learned was the model in more resources will get you more. And so, you know, we talk about that a lot in terms of sports and HBCUs, no resources, no resources, no resources. Well, Jackson, through, you know, various means, poured in resources, brought in people. And got results immediately. And I feel like that's the takeaway there. So it's not per se about Dion, even though, you know, he's this character larger than life. And he himself kind of made it about himself and everyone else did. But the model is pour in resources, get results. Like I said, who's going in undefeated or close to that? Like the model works and we should be able to walk away and keep on going and continue with the model.
3: I can't quite agree with that, Dion laid a blue uh, a blueprint because to follow this blueprint you got to be Dion. So yes. like, you know, you need another well, someone like athlete. Well, someone like Dion, there there are other people like Dion, mm-hmm. but nobody like Dion. You understand what right. I'm saying? There's other Hall of Famers, there's other players, but this personality, this guy, this mm-hmm. fame, what he's known for, this swag, this gift of gab, that's primetime Dion Sanders. Uh... And
1: Sure, well, so but that's my everybody. question. You, you, There's been no rumors like someone like Ray Lewis is interested in coaching HBCU football. Will Ray Lewis not be able to do the same thing that Dion did?
0: Maybe he could, but so so here's the question, and, and this gets to what Jabri just brought up. The reason why I don't think this blueprint, like he laid the blueprint, because once Dion leaves, it's all gone. Like I don't, I don't feel like this is all gonna. I don't feel like it's everything that happened is gonna. I, I feel like, I feel like while Dion is there, all this stuff exists. When Deion mm-hmm. leaves, it's all going to go because the top recruits, they're not going to come there anymore. They were coming for Dion, right? Like, okay. it sounds like Dion called in a ton of personal favors and everybody was more than willing and happy to help out. Well, the next coach that comes in there ain't Dion Sanders. Now, maybe, not, let's say it is a Ray Lewis. That's different, right? Because Ray Lewis is somebody we view like Dion, right? Like, somebody who is beloved in many corners of, especially the community. Um, where's Ray Lewis from? He's from Florida, right? From I think Miami. he's
2: from... Miami, Florida, yeah. right? Miami.
0: Okay. So let's let's say I mean I don't know the job openings up in Family, but if, if Ray Lewis goes to FAM, it's a different ball game, right? Like it feels different. It's the same kind of thing, but I feel like these people are so much larger than life that what they bring with them leaves once they go, and that's why I don't view it as a blueprint either. Because but
2: here's the thing, though, the model still works in the sense that so people came, he brought in favors, which means that Jackson actually needed to pour in more resources. So like the model still stands. I get it. It's specific to Dion because of his character and how he kind of pulls people in. I get that. But if you want results, you got to put in the resources one way or the other. And Jackson got resources for even cheaper than what they were supposed to get it for. Well, so like they still have to follow up on their end. So like, yeah, Dion's gone, but Jackson State needed to still pull up their end or any school for that matter.
1: I agree with Panama in a way that this isn't necessarily a blueprint that that, that all the HBCUs can follow. Um, but I, I think, you know, we, we can't like so we have to ask why, though, you know. So in this case, the 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 entertainment, the eyeballs came with Dion because that was something people wanted to see. Once he leaves, why, why do those eyeballs leave? Because maybe the product itself isn't good. So maybe we need to uh, get a better product. And then we don't have to have, like, a, a showman to sell the product. The product it can sell itself. So, so you know, there, I think there are other questions to be asked about why. So if this blueprint doesn't work, then we could use another blueprint. But that blueprint might require a better product.
0: So I, I'm i going to – two things I want to say here. Actually, let's take a real quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk more about this. Uh, right? Stay tuned right here on Deer Culture. All right, we're back here on Deer Culture, and we're talking about the departure of Dion Sanders from Jackson State University to the University of Colorado Boulder. Uh, he's the new head coach there. His departure has caused all kind of think pieces and discussions in the community. We all got opinions. Everybody's people feel away. Some people feel away. And before the break, we were talking about the replicability of what Deion Sanders did at, at uh, Jackson state. And Corey, what you said was maybe the product isn't that good or isn't good enough to bring all the eyeballs that De- somebody like Dion brings. So mm-hmm. two examples that are two, two things I want to bring up. So, our first year at Morehouse, who was the coach? Who was the head football coach at Morehouse?
2: Doug Williams.
0: Doug Williams, right? Doug We So we had us a superstar who came in. I believe he brought in, like, a top recruit. And I don't remember how big of a deal it ended up because Morehouse football is not that big of a thing. But, like, you bring in somebody huge, it doesn't necessarily bring the resources and everything else. It's kind of my point. Like, you, you still need somebody like Deion Sanders to do it. So I... And Frank, you disagree with that, but cool. We'll get back to that. But here's, here's the other thing. When Corey, what you said about the product, like Steve McNair, Alcorn State, broke like every possible record that you could break as a quarterback. Yes. I don't even think most of us knew that. Now, maybe the time or most of us outside of that, that region were aware of that, right? Like you mm-hmm. heard about that when he gets to, to the, to the league. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is on a national, on a national level. Look, I didn't know. I'll say this. I didn't he was know. He's on that. the Heisman watch. Social media plays a big part of this because let's be real, like back then. He was, on a then, it was or Illustrated at one point, which is niche. Social mm-hmm. media removes niche from everything. I'm just, I'm just saying. In the sports world, yes, Deion Sanders is no people who don't care about football are talking about Deion Sanders leaving is my point. Mm-hmm. Like it's a different conversation that we're having now. Like it's not just happening among sports pundits; it's happening in the community at large, right? Like that. That's my point. Like right. it's a different world. So. I argue that maybe I don't know if the, the product isn't that good. I think people just second class citizen HBCUs like you do everything black in the community. Like people treat black schools like they're black schools. And part of what I think that has come up in these conversations is that everybody feels like Jackson State should just be happy that that Dion showed up in the first place. Like you should be glad that he was ever there because he yeah. made things better for you while you were there. So appreciate that. And I hate that mentality. Because it makes it seem like Dion basically did a favor to Jackson State in this HBCU, and everybody right. should just be happy and like be happy for him that he's gone.
1: They're paying they're paying him three hundred thousand a year. He's doing more for them than they're doing for him. <laughs> so if we're talking about who's doing who a favor, yes, he's doing them a favor. Favor is a strong but word. Dion needed them. If Dion
3: had aspirations of coaching at a high level, he needed to show that he could run a program, and he didn't want to be an assistant coach. So he needed to find somewhere that would let him be a head coach off the jump. And that's something that Jackson State could offer him that he couldn't get most places. So
1: this, Dion does owe Jackson State quite a bit. Well, this last year he gave half his salary back to the school to help finish the facilities. That sounds like um he gave he did the choice. A a tr- well. It's really nice I'm that just he did
3: that. didn't. Like Dion did get something out of it, is all I'm saying.
1: Well, of course. I mean, why would why, why would you participate in something you don't get anything out of? But to to say that like uh, he used them and like he's the one who benefited more from this than they did that's just not that's just not accurate.
0: Yeah, I don't agree with that either. But I don't agree with this whole idea that that he got nothing out of it. I'm completely with Jabri on this one because people mm. are. Pe- this goes back to my people acting like Jackson mm. State should be happy he ever showed up in the first place. Right. Like it's being treated as if. Look, y'all, Jackson State was trash. Dion shows up and puts y'all, gets college game day there. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like, everybody should just be happy that he ever showed up in the first place. And I feel like we treat a lot of black products like that. Frank, you disagree? You think I'm, I'm, that's I'm
2: that's making something up? That, that's not 100% false. I mean, I think Jackson had a run in the 90s, but it's been a while since Jackson has been even relevant in the swack. So. Okay.
3: <laughs> but that ain't unique to Jackson. When was the
2: swack last relevant?
3: Like, you know, what are we talking about? We're talking about a different level of football. So are we talk about
2: Jackson or we talk about HBCUs. <laughs> so the idea I mean? that Jackson should just be happy that he was there. That's not a hundred percent invalid.
1: <laughs> right. I'm just not sure that's a thing to focus on.
2: Oh, point. Maybe
1: <laughs> I didn't bring up the point. though. <laughs> wait, wait. Did, did he create opportunities and exposures that weren't there prior to him? And that will probably have never come. If he never went there, the answer to that is yes. So how can they not be happy that he came, even if it's for a little while? A little bit of something is better than a lot of nothing. Because people feel a way about feeling grateful. That's what it is.
2: <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a real kind of personal, like, well, I'm going to be grateful to you. <laughs> I think there's some of it.
0: <laughs> Plus, you Don King in it. Like, you got a little bit of your money as opposed to all of it. You. you should be happy you got some of that. Like, it's at the—I It's. I don't think that's a proper way to approach, like, especially when— with. I'm just saying I don't like the conversation that is like you should just be happy black school that he even thought of you in the first place. Because that's what I feel like a lot of the conversation is. I don't think that's fair. I think that does that thing that we often do with black products where it becomes like its second class status is just established. So any good that comes should just be icing on the cake as opposed to. Maybe we should be trying to do better about these institutions and places in the first place. I'm just saying.
3: But let's be real, though. When we get something, it means more to us. Like, we just saw this with Black Panther, like Black Panther 2. They didn't recast T'Challa because Chad Bozeman meant so much to the Black community because we never see Black movie stars in Black A-plus movies. So, like, this is the kind of thing that we as Black people hold on to. Like, oh, Dion's going to do something... For this black school, that he better do it, he better see uh, see it through to the end, and you know I feel that way sometimes because I feel like we all have a responsibility to each other. But this is a long conversation. But, uh, W.E.B. versus Booker T. Like these these there's always more than one way to go about it, you know. Um, we uh, do a podcast on, on Queen Sugar. We argue whether Michael should go to Xavier or to Harvard, and you all know right. what kind of opportunities would that provide. You know can you go to harvard and then come back to the community when you finish harvard should you pour your money back into harvard to establish a minority scholarship or should you give your money to hbcu like what's going to be the best way to go about it and in general i think some people can do a little of this some people can do a little of that and it's okay if dion moves on um to a higher school but it still hurts when he leaves the hbcu behind before he finishes his mission he said it was a mission from god he said he had to to uh you know uplift the black schools put them on a plane, uh, uh, you know, with the other schools. And if you don't do that, then there's going to be some side eye. There's going to be some. He, he lifted them up, though. Criticism. He he lifted them, But for now we're going to go so for we'll, the cheap. So we'll see. So we'll see what they do now, though. I mean, is it. Well, that th- 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 was so another option here
1: because we can't we keep blaming Dion. But at the end of the day, Jackson State could have came through and did more to retain the talent that they had uh, in place. Right. So some of it's got to be their responsibility for not stepping up to the plate to uh, retain the, the talent that they've accumulated. And that and that's, you know, like you can't be asking us to always take a hit like this dude got a, a, a 15x salary increase. Nobody in the earth is turning that down. I'm not even turning down an extra $15. Well,
0: you could turn it down <laughs> if you don't need it. And I'm not saying he should have, by the way, because I I, st- I said in the first place, I've never been offered that kind of money. I'm pretty sure I'm taking it. So I don't, I don't, I'm not faulting I mean. him for that either. But you're also asking, so when you go to Jackson State, you already know those things. You 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 don't, you're not going there because you're thinking you're about to get paid like you're going to get paid in Colorado. It is a labor of love, right? Like you made that decision and in doing so, when, again, this comes back to me to all the rhetoric. Jabri just laid out some of that stuff. Like, it's the rhetoric, the, the saying the things that imply that you're here for the long haul of some sort. Like, none of us believed he was going to be there forever, right? I, none of us thought he was going to
1: be Eddie Robinson out here. Like, but he I, also I'm pretty said that sure.
2: Neither. He said early on, I'd have to.
1: He did a 60 minutes interview a couple months he said, ago. I'd have and to said, entertain. If, someone, if the Power <laughs> 5 offer comes calling, I'm going to uh, look at it.
0: What happens when power five school says give us a number we'll make it work
1: i'm gonna to have to entertain it
3: you are yes i'm gonna to have to entertain it straight up
2: well i'd be a fool not to
0: that don't mean it don't hurt man the Deion sanders debate continues after the break so let me ask you a question let me ask you a question you and i want each everybody to answer this is jackson state football better off now than it was then is it better off is it better off than when he before he got there I think the answer is yes is it going to be is it on a trajectory to continue moving
1: higher with him leaving Corey start with uh, you I would say it's better off right now than it was when he got there they have better facilities they have uh you know better resources is it on a trajectory? Uh, going forward, I would say there's probably going to be a downswing before there could be an upswing. But we see that in sports, right, uh, when big figures leave. Like, you know, when LeBron leaves the Cavs, they win the championship, but then they stink the next year, right? But they won the championship, so it was worth it. Um, so, you know, I think we'll see like a small downswing. But if someone comes in and comes up with some innovative ideas or comes with a new approach, they can, they can easily get back to the top. All right, but they are in a better place right now than they were five years ago.
2: Yeah, I'd say just based on the facilities alone, they're better. They're going to be better this coming year than they were the year before he arrived. So I read somewhere that they couldn't even practice if it rained. That's crazy. <laughs> that is insane for a Division I school, <laughs> Division One school to not be able to practice if it rained. So will they be as good as this year? Probably not. But they're they're going to be better in September than they were the September before he arrived. Debris.
3: I think it remains to be seen uh, <laughs> whether or not this blueprint can be followed by the next person. I mean, really, I mean, so the next person is their salary going to be one fifty? Because now there's one fifty that's allocated to school resources. You know, Deon was given half the salary back. So is that something that's sustainable? You know, no. like how are they, how are they going to quote pour more resources in, Frank? I don't think they have them. So it's going to
1: be tough to keep this going. You
3: know, it's the well, some, the the of the, Frank, pour, some of Frank when Frank said they pour some
1: yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm I didn't sorry. want to interrupt, but some of the resources okay. were coming from from corporate sponsorships. Like uh, Walmart, like donated the field. Like American Airlines donated money, like for them to fly. So it wasn't necessarily like the city of Jack. I don't know that the city has any more resources to pour in. They don't have good water over there. Um, so it's going to come through like corporate corporate uh, partnerships. And you know, someone has to figure out how to uh, attract corporate partnerships. Yeah, but see I the problem with that, that
0: is. Uh, so I mean, and, and I agree. I don't. I don't think you're wrong, but that's where the Dion problem comes in, right? Dion leaves. Dion is a, a magnet for all that stuff, mm. right? Because Dion showed. So this speaks to your point about like everything that happened because Dion was there, and the reason why I don't think this is a blueprint that can work going forward, right? So Dion Sanders is there. He's all over social media. He's his video. His inspiration. We all watching these. Man, I'm being inspired to be. To, to, I'm watching his little videos, talking to his students. I'm giving them my kids. Like, hey, guys, let, let me let Dion parent you five minutes right quick. Let me listen to this speech.
1: So I got to prepare you for life. So I got to spend more time with the life part than the pro part. Because the 95 ain't gone. But that's 5% that is.
0: The speech is awesome. Like, be motivated. Like, all of that stuff turns him into a national... He's a national figure, right? He's already somebody who's common. He's a national figure. So... Because of that, all these sponsors are like, well, if we are associated with Dion, we can get and not only that, we get goodwill with black people. Right. We So not only are we being associated with Dion, we're, we're getting some of this black goodwill. We're getting we're getting the fives on the black hand side now. So now we're going to get all this stuff. But once that's gone, that that's what I'm like. I'm with Jabri on that. It remains to be seen because. Like I guess you I don't know what kind of contracts they sign. And you should have somebody that's in these schools to try to go get that stuff, but they're all not that attractive to all these places in the first place, so they'd already be there. Right. LSU don't have problems getting corporate sponsors, right? They don't have those issues. Yeah. Right. You know like right. Morehouse, Morehouse probably and Howard those school, like Howard just signed with Jumpman, right? They just they 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 got that. It's 2022. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like exactly these things right. are just now getting there because there's all these spotlights on HBCUs now. But you can't tell me that Howard is getting the same kind of money that North Carolina or Michigan would get, right? Like, it's just, it's not the same kind of thing. So I don't, I'm don't. i curious, too, about where all the resources, like, how much resources do we need to be able to properly compete in a way that makes these things attractive? I don't know what that is.
2: So, <laughs> but if that's the case, I mean, I, I still don't understand why we're saying this model is not sustainable. I think... You still got to bring in top talent, top coaching, and more resources. So whether it's Dion, it has to be somebody. I think we're really going to find out something because you still got to bring in top ten recruits or yeah, top exactly. one hundred and fifty recruits. But you're not going to do that. They weren't coming. You still got to bring place. in coaches with NFL experience that's been in the Super Bowl or has done great things like that. That's what I mean by the model. It's not per se a Dion model. It is a resource winning model. And if hey, you they have-
3: can, they can do that now because the profile's never been bigger. I saw that they were talking about this on CNN. Everyone is aware of this debate. The mainstream media is aware of this debate. You know, this is this used to be a a, a dinner table debate amongst us, right. a, a barbershop mm. debate amongst us. The, the mainstream media is aware of this debate. Uh, they use the word sellout on, mm. on CNN. Explicitly said that God sent him to do
0: this. So then when you leave, yeah, people are going to ask questions about what exactly it was.
3: So... You know, this is something, the profile is big. They they know that we're discussing, at least amongst ourselves, whether or not we should continue to send our top black athletes to PWIs, because as we have debated for years and years and years, the best athletes are black, so why aren't the best teams at the black schools? That's something that we've always debated for years and years and years, and now that's in the mainstream. So if there is a chance for that to flip, it's going to happen soon, and this is one of the this is one of the times where we really get to learn something about how actually sustainable it is.
2: I think the sustainability is irrelevant. This, this is the model for winning. And if you don't do this model, then you will continue to be irrelevant. You will continually be second class citizens within the sports arena. This is the model. There is no other model. So, what else? Like, there really is no other alternative reality where you can not put go all in and still be winning and still, like, take it to the national level and be relevant and maybe win the one A and maybe, like I said, we have this vision that uh, HBCU division or school will become a Power 5, but yeah. there is no other model. <laughs>
0: I do want to say in something sports. about what you just said. Cause I've, I, so that's that's been one of, like, the little side convos. Like, I always just kind of wonder... Is that a real expectation that we have? Because I don't know that I ever. So as I'm thinking about the whole Dion thing, and I'm like, what more did I want from Dion? Like, was it my idea that Jackson State could ever be good enough to to face an Alabama in in a game, right? Mm. And not maybe not win, but respectively show? Because we all watch these games where Florida State plays FAMU, and you see like a basketball score on one end and. Mm zero or three maybe maybe seven on the other end and we're all like why are they even playing these games like these i know there's a i know there's a financial end to it i don't know exactly what the financial end is but i realize there's a financial end to it but it's like mm. that just seems ridiculous like i don't even like if you're that's demoralizing right so i guess i'm wondering if, like 77 zero yeah it's not demoralizing. you you're still playing that game at 77 like and that's probably in the third quarter like that's yeah it's got to so- be hard to get up for that game to finish that game
1: Nah, it's like, you know, sometimes it can, it can actually be inspiring or it can be motivational. It's, just, it's, it's demoralizing to losers, right? But if you're a winner, it, it would take you back in motivation and say, hey, I'm not as good. There's a bunch of dudes over here that are a lot better at football than me. I need to work harder, right? Yeah. But if you're a loser, you're going to suck your tail and go cry. Also, it's inspirational just being, you know, in that stadium, in that setting. Maybe you never played in front of 80,000 people before. Now you're playing in front of 80,000 people. Dude, if Michael Jordan beat guy. me at basketball 100 to nothing I wouldn't be demoralized i so you I'd think be Deion should have well, taken on up TV. one of
0: those uh I mean cuz Deion said he wasn't he didn't think they were ready to play those games
1: and he was wrong uh, cuz well he a couple of reasons why one, he doesn't like the the money that they get he didn't feel like they're getting a fair shake. a lot of the hBCUs right now are getting like between four hundred five hundred thousand to play these games. He thinks they should be able to getting closer to a million dollars to play these games um so he didn't like the percentage uh deal and you know he he wants to win um but you know, and he's also in a unique position. It's easy for people with money to say, "Hey, I don't need no money," or you know what I'm saying. But you got other schools like uh, Gramlin or Allcorn, where they've had uh, financial issues that have resulted in them not even being able to play games uh, in the last few years. Like they can't turn down money, you know, right. so they they have to play those games. And I think I think they're, I think they're good for, for HBCUs. It's a quick way to get some resources, man. Get some these resources Frank talking about. Boom, you go play, get a half a million bucks, you know. You might get your butt kicked, but so what? Do it for okay. the love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get your butt kicked. You get kick, your butt kicked out of the game. You know, uh, by Jackson the way, State, these times you 58-3, the they got their butt kicked for free. You might as well have got a half a million dollars with it.
0: I, I do want to say it's hilarious when you say, what would you say, um, demoralizes for losers? Yeah. Like that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that was awesome.
1: Yeah, a, a loser <laughs> going to get demoralized by a loss, you know? And so that's just what it is. But I hear that I hear that line of thinking that you, that, that you uh, spewed a, a minute ago. But I just don't agree with it.
0: Not spewed though. Okay, we're gonna take one more break and then we're gonna we're gonna come back. Hey, look,
1: man, y'all be throwing out the long words. You know, Jabri, uh, hey, so what you came up with? Spew he has four letters. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. You got hey, four De, letters. Jabri was, was vacillating earlier. I didn't know if vacillating had anything to do with Vaseline, but I didn't know what it mean. It was like we're vacillating. What the hell does that even mean? I, just, I was like sitting like, yeah, vacillating for sure. Oh, yeah. Anyway, my bad. Go ahead.
0: All good. We're going to take a real quick break, and we'll come back with uh, with more about Deion Sanders. All right, we're back here in Deer Culture, still discussing Deion Sanders. I got the homies, Frank, Corey, and Jabri here. We had a, a fun conversation, an interesting conversation about all the chatter going on about Deion Sanders leaving to for Colorado. Uh, so I have a couple questions that I want to kind of bring this all home on. And one of them I want to start with is about HBCUs. So there's all this, this conversation about dion having had made or dion making hbcus better putting them in a better position in some way than they were before now i've seen a lot of nonsensical statements people are like man enrollments at hbcus are up because of dion say i've seen that and that's just nonsensical untrue <laughs> for one it'd be applications because hbcus are probably tapped out on enrollments anyway but applications would probably be up but i also don't think that has anything to do with them dion is not responsible for uh, HBCU TV deal that has come those things have been in the works for a long time but I think it's nice that we're giving Dion all this credit even if it's all wrong by the time this is all over I expect to hear that Dion Sanders actually founded Jackson State and is the reason why all <laughs> you Negroes can read now anyway um, but you know what's what's discussion without a little bit of fun but part of that discussion has been HBCUs are in a better place now because Dion went to Jackson State one, is that true, and if it is true, how so? Jabri, why don't you start?
3: I, I do think there's been an overall benefit um, to both parties, both Dion and uh, JSU and HBCUs as a whole. You know, uh, Dion needed to prove he could run a program. He got the opportunity at, at JSU. Um, also, you know, they needed to prove that HBCUs could be marketable, uh, that there would be interest, and that's also been proven. So I think that, you know, there was benefits on both sides. Um, you talked about a little bit uh, in, your, in your intro about some of the fun theories that you've heard about, you know, enrollment being up. And, and you know, uh, you joked that, you know, Dion might have founded the school. Listen, here's one thing that I saw on, on Twitter that I wanted to ask you guys about. That because Dion was showing such promise and, and, and progress at Jackson State, that this PWI came in, offered money. Wave money in front of his face in order to stop the progress and stem the tide of of of, of uh, HBCU progress. Now, you guys put any any stock in something like that? Like they they saw us on the come up, they waved some money at us and 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 derailed us. Did that happen?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's 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 just one particular school trying to get better. I don't think there's any conspiracy theory going on. Like hey. Blacks are progressing. Let's take away their leader. Uh, <laughs> I just think Colorado is trying to get better at football. Let
2: me I, play devil's advocate.
0: <laughs> I, let me play devil's advocate for a second. Life has taught me that all conspiracy theories have merit. Too many things have happened in this country where all of a sudden, like, we want everything not to be true, but these things ended up being there. Sometimes some of this stuff is true. Now, I think that's ridiculous. But well, hey, you never know. Listen, I never get to go to the Illuminati meetings that apparently happen twice a month. I don't know. Listen, they got Kyrie out of there. They got Kanye out of there. Maybe Dion was just next on the list. Y'all also saw Higher Learning. Remember Buddy had the little paper where he was crossing names off? Yeah. Maybe Dion was next up on the list. I don't know.
2: So, so he's going for more money in some kind of way. He got crossed off the list. Is that what we're saying?
0: Yeah, because they depleted the possible success rate of a black school in Jackson, Mississippi, <laughs> they took yeah. him off the board. They man. took the they took they took him off the radar Dude, there. Because let's be real, Dude, Dion <laughs> is a really big fish in this space. He's in a Power Five conference now. He's still a big fish, but he's swimming in in different waters, right? Like you know, the the recruits are all over the place. There, all them five star recruits got a lot of options. Mm. You know, they all coming to play for Dion. Now it's like, am I going to go to Colorado or go to Alabama? I don't know. Am I going to go to Georgia or LSU? Or go play for Dion. I don't know how that. I'm just saying. I do think it's ridiculous, but I think it's fun.
1: <laughs> I'll see. Yeah, I, I don't think um, as a whole. I don't. I don't know what impact it had on HBCUs um, as a whole. Um, I think from an athletic standpoint. Uh, a plus. But as a whole, I mean, I, I, I highly doubt uh, enrollment <laughs> is up. I don't know for a fact. I don't have those numbers. <laughs> but um, if you're going to HBCU because Dion is coaching at another HBCU, you're, you're probably in it for the wrong reason. Um, but so I think, I, I think, um, I don't think he harmed them. Um, and uh, I just think, you know, from the athletic standpoint, I definitely think they're in a the better place. Frank?
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely a stretch to say that, you know, he's the savior of all black schools, but um, (coughs) the Illuminati thing, that that, that too is a stretch. (laughs) I don't know if we have to believe one conspiracy (laughs) over the other. We could just call them both garbage. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracies at your disposal if you want one in this conversation. <laughs> Whatever you want to do here, you pretty much have your pick of that. I, I'm kind of with Corey on this. I don't really feel like HBCUs as a whole benefited. I do agree, like there's no harm done. But I don't the, the HBCUs winning somehow in this, Jackson State perhaps, right? Um, you know, just the economy in Jackson benefited from that time, right? Like those things are all facts. Those are borne out in reports and all kinds of stuff uh did Morehouse somehow benefit from him being there I don't know a did you know Tougaloo mm-hmm. I don't know I don't I don't know if all these other schools actually benefited from it but I'm I am with you on that Corey that there was no harm done all right so to kind of bring this home I do what do you all think about all right so at Dion at Jackson State huge fish comes in I mean he's getting five-star recruits he's changing the he's potentially changing the course of history right people are 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 shunning the florida states to come to jackson state mm-hmm. my guess is that is not going to happen this year <laughs> or if anybody oh. was they transfer portal themselves right out of there to to <laughs> to go elsewhere but you know frank based on what you're saying maybe that model can work so maybe it'll happen in the future i don't know but for right now dion is going to colorado Do you think he will have the same type of immediate success at Colorado that he had at Jackson State? Um, Also, quick question about that, too, two-parter. Did he bring in that many good players that all of a sudden he had that kind of immediate success? Like, what do we attribute that immediate success to? Because I never actually really thought about that. Like, if they weren't that good before he got there, and all of a sudden they're good just, like, immediately, like... Did he did that many players come to, to to Jackson State that were that good to at least in the in the in, in HBCU land that they were able to turn those tables immediately? So anyway, two part. But what do you think about Dion's prospects at Colorado in the very near term? Frank, start with you.
2: So I don't think that it will be as quick, but I don't think it needs to be right. So I think Colorado will, you know, I think he has up to I'm going to say up to five years where he can just do gradual. Um, increases in, in the wins, right? So I think, what, this year they were, what, one in 10 or something really, they were, really one low. They
0: were bad. It was they like, were, they had they, one win. It was their one, one win team. Yep.
2: All right, two games here, two games <laughs> there, right? At the end of five years, I would assume, though, there'll be a decent team in that conference. I think you got to shift the expectations a little bit more um, given kind of like everything that's around it. So I think that only thing Dion has to do is just show continual improvement, maybe make a bowl game at some point and then keep on. I think that they're going to be pretty patient with them considering where they were.
1: All right, Corey. Um, I don't think his, um, I think he'll make immediate change. There'll be progress. Uh, I agree with Frank. It has to be a little bit slower progress. The conference he's moving to is a tough conference. I think like right now they probably have like four teams in the top 15, maybe six teams in the top 20 Right. So it, it, he, there, there, there are a lot of good teams already in place there. Um, and his team is the worst uh, team in the conference. So he's got a long way to go. I think he'll be at Atlanta recruits. Uh, I think he he's already like getting some some big name coaches uh, coming through. Uh, Willie Taggart signed on, I think, to, to coach over there um he's got some other big-time coaches coming through so we make big-time coaches for big-time players you know we can see progress happen uh pretty rapidly but I don't think it'll be like in the next year or two maybe like year three or four uh you know we start looking at like a nine ten win team a team that plays like maybe like a new year's day bowl game something like that but I definitely think he'll be successful um but you know you never know like it's just a tough conference they got some good teams over there there's no guarantees right debris
3: I agree uh, pretty much with what Frank and Corey both touched on. I don't think it's going to be uh, that quick of a turnaround. He was able to do it so quick at Jackson with a, a you know, a, a talent influx of top recruits, transfers, and coaching talent. And uh, where he's headed, there's similar uh, 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 athletes and coaching talent in that in that, in that that conference. So, you know, he's not going to be able to turn it around quite as quickly, but I do think he can get their play level up to, you know, the top half of the conference uh, over three or four years. Um, uh, competing for a national title, you know, uh, Jackson State 12-0 this year, Colorado's a long way from
1: 12-0.
3: So, you know, that type of success is not going to be seen, but but what is deemed a success, you know, he can, he can have one of the top programs consistently in the top 25, that's something that Colorado doesn't always see, you know, they go up and down, they've had some really good teams, but uh, they're not usually a top 5, top 10, you know, uh, perennial, like uh, Alabama, Ohio State, and uh, some of those schools. So I do think he can have some success. It's just not going to be happening overnight.
0: Right. Yeah, that's that's where I am with it. I tend to, I, I hope he does really well. Like, right? I hope he goes in there and that the expectations aren't for that immediate turnaround. I guess they're, they're probably not. I don't think anybody believes that that's going to be the case. But I do hope that he's able to, over the next couple of years, like genuinely, like, flip that program into one that people are really paying attention to because of how well they're doing. Like, how well he's doing as a coach. How well they're doing at recruiting, how well they are able to to change the paradigm of what's already exists there. Um, um, so he can eventually finally get that Florida
3: State job he really wants.
2: <laughs> but Panama, back to the other point you made Especially. in terms of go ahead, go ahead, Brie.
3: Sorry, man. I was just gonna ask, you know, like we were talking about the different uh um, you know, level of football. How do you think uh Colorado's one and ten team would have done against Jackson State's twelve and 0 team? How different is that level of football, Frank?
2: Wow. very different I'm, I'm still giving a nod to colorado and <laughs> I, I just am like <laughs> frank thinks the worst white school in the country could be the best black school <laughs> i'm just saying they're gonna be bigger they're likely gonna be faster i mean I don't he know said it's like
0: 75 still black students there like it's not, right. it's, not it's, like, it's not like white, right. it's not like a white it's not like he's right. playing you know whatever like there's still black players on that team probably mostly
1: All right, let me ask a question then. I'm pretty sure they still got uh, more
2: top 150 recruits
1: than Jackson does. Colorado Colorado has only ever had three five-star recruits in the history of their university. So Jackson State ain't that far behind them as far as um, collecting talent. But a question that I saw online, what I thought was interesting, excuse me, interesting was, should Dion add an HBCU like Jackson state to the schedule and schedule them for a money game so that he can now give back to HBCUs by paying them that 1 million that he thought they should make. Should he now give that to uh, a HBCU school. I mean, I thought he can even make that decision,
2: but I like the idea. I don't think the should makes that it, he, he, he push should
1: he for push for decision. He could push for it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good idea.
0: Yeah. I think so too. And I think it, it, Look, the one thing the one even though people are upset, the one thing you can't take away from him is continued goodwill. Right. Like even in, in that's the one place that I will I will will give all the credit. Like he did do a lot while he was there and he he was an advocate, or probably still is an advocate for HBCUs. You know, like that's the, the biggest the biggest benefit to HBCUs, I think, then was the, the advocacy that he provided. So mm. if he were to do that and if he's over here pushing and he would do it publicly, let's be very clear. He would Mm -hmm. very publicly say, I think they need to be on the on the on the schedule and we need to pay them what they are worth to be on that schedule. In fact, go ahead and put Jackson State on that schedule and let's pay them what they what I believe they should be paid. Like Mm -hmm. now that goes a long way to flipping some 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 that's that's systemic change right there. Right. Because then you put the school in a bind. They don't do it. Then they look bad. Mm -hmm. They do it. Then all of a sudden you're creating a ripple that others that. If you're doing it for this one, you kind of got other schools have to start paying attention. Mm. That would be systemic change that I actually think helps address some of those issues you're talking about on the resource end. So that's actually really creative. And I think that probably, again, that's that's some of that goodwill. And I think it seems like that's the kind of thing that Dion probably would think about, right? Like, yeah. he seems very intentional and very thoughtful about all the stuff that he's saying and all the ideas he has, like, whether, however we feel about him leaving and the circumstances or whatever it is, it doesn't, it wasn't a secret. He didn't keep it a secret from anybody. It was very clear, right? This is the worst kept secret on the planet that he was leaving, right? That this was, you know, like he's not, he's not trying to to be shady about this. So that's, a, that's actually a really good idea to me. Time for a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right, well, I think that's going to bring this to a close. Uh, this conversation about Dion, we were all over the place. We had some dissent. We had we, maybe, maybe we fixed black college football, um, you know. I don't, I don't know, but I wish the best for Dion uh, at Colorado. I definitely don't want him to be in a bad spot. Like I absolutely don't want the brother to go up there and, and, and be in a losing situation consistently, or being put in a position that doesn't allow him to to succeed. But it also seems like that's just not in Dion's wheelhouse anyway. No man seems like he's intent on succeeding and using all those resources to do it. So um frank jabri corey i appreciate y'all your opinions thank you for coming in and bringing the group chat to the podcast um anybody want to shout out things they got going on or where they where they could be found if you want to be found you know frank you know what i'm saying where where can the people find you if they looking for you
2: if you're looking for me (laughs) i'm on instagram at frederick laconic (laughs) If, if you're looking for a player
1: all right corey you looking for me? I'm taking my challenge to a PWI. You can find me on their <laughs> on their campus, getting paid 15 times what I'm getting paid now. Or you can find me on Instagram at C Wilson the Great T H A the Great. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get that 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 15x uh, pay raise. So I might be at the PWI next week. Yeah, if
0: you get a job, you holler at me. I'm trying to come okay. too. I do this for the culture from anywhere.
3: Uh, Jabri. <laughs> Man, if, if anybody's looking for conversations like these, uh, catch us on a new season of the Illinformed Homies podcast coming soon, starting real soon. We don't quite have a date, but starting real soon. New season of Illinformed Homies podcast on, a, on a, anywhere that you listen to podcasts.
0: Absolutely. Well, I want to thank y'all for being here on Dear Culture. And for more conversations about HBCUs, because we have quite a few now on Deer Culture, we went to Morehouse. Uh, Frank was a part of that conversation at Morehouse College. I did a live show there. We went to Grambling. I did a live show at Grambling uh, Grambling State University. Uh, Swat country, right? I went down there. I had a conversation with the two folks from Morehouse and Spelman who created the whole Polo, Ralph Lauren and Morehouse line. So, you know, this is a podcast that cares deeply about issues related to HBCUs and making sure that we focus on HBCUs here um, and unless somebody comes through with a $5 million check I'm sure I'll be doing this for quite some time mm-hmm. so thank you for listening to Dear Culture uh, please email all questions, suggestions compliments to podcast at thegrio.com. Dear Culture is an original podcast of the Grio Black Podcast Network produced by Sasha Armstrong and Regina Griffin is the managing editor Podcast. I'm your host, Panama Jackson. As we like to say on many of our other shows, have a black one.